climate change expedition held up by climate change. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. In connection with the Flint water crisis, the Michigan Attorney General charged five people with involuntary manslaughter for the death of an 85-year-old man who succumbed to Legionnaire's disease. The outbreak of the illness is alleged to have been caused by officials switching to the corrosive Flint River, the same water that caused lead poisoning. About a dozen people died and many were infected with Legionella in 2014 and 15 in the county where Flint sits. Those charged include the director of the state's Health and Human Services Department, who allegedly failed to warn the mostly black population of Flint about the outbreak. Facing other charges is the state's top doctor, who is accused of threatening to cut funding to researchers studying the link between the Flint River and Legionnaires. She is also accused of lying to investigators. Robert Skidmore, the 85-year-old who died in 2015, had lived in Flint his whole life and worked at General Motors for 37 years. By the time he contracted the disease, the Attorney General said that state officials knew about the outbreak but had not made it public. Scott Pruitt, head of the EPA, testified at a House committee hearing on Thursday where he was barraged with tough questions from Republicans. The White House has proposed cutting the EPA's budget by more than 30 percent, and many members of the GOP showed their displeasure. Representative Rodney Freelingheisen, a Republican from New Jersey, expressed concern over the substantial cuts to nearly 100 hazardous waste sites, of which his state has more than any other. Republican David Joyce from Ohio pointed out that if the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative is cut as Trump plans, it would have economic consequences. And a Republican from Idaho, Michael Simpson, told Pruitt that the job cuts at EPA would mean fewer people testing and approving pesticides that potato farmers need. According to Mother Jones, Trump's budget would eliminate more than 50 EPA programs and cut the agency's research nearly in half. Representative Mark Amaday, a Republican from Nevada, told Pruitt that the EPA would get more money than Trump asked for because he noted that, frankly, nobody is standing on the rooftops begging for dirty water, dirty air, and dirty soil. When the Army Corps of Engineers completed its review of the Dakota Access Pipeline, it failed to adequately consider the impacts of an oil spill on the Standing Rock Sioux tribe's fishing and hunting rights. So ruled a federal judge in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday, while the judge ruled that the agency had largely complied with environmental laws, he also said that the Corps did not evaluate environmental justice issues. Federal agencies are required to consider consider whether a project will have an especially negative impact on poor and minority communities. However, the judge said that he was hard-pressed to conclude that the Trump administration had used reasonable criteria in doing so. It's not clear what will happen next with the pipeline that is now transporting oil. 
The judge did not stop its operation, but he asked the tribe and the owner of the Dakota Access Pipeline to submit briefs as to whether it should be stopped. The judge did order the Corps to reconsider its review, but an attorney for the Sioux told the Associated Press that the government might simply decide the pipeline is safe enough and reissue the permit. Nevertheless, Standing Rock Sioux Chairman Dave Archambault II called the ruling a major victory. The next hearing in the matter comes on Wednesday, June 21st. The first part of a climate change study to be conducted in Canada's Hudson Bay had to be canceled last week because of problems caused by climate change. Researchers from five Canadian universities were scheduled to travel north on an icebreaker, but due to warmer temperatures, hazardous sea ice from the Arctic is traveling further south. The team has been monitoring and analyzing the effects of climate change on Arctic marine and coastal ecosystems since 2003, according to a statement from the University of Manitoba. One of the experts involved said that climate changes are increasing the mobility of sea ice now and will do so more often in the future. The ship the team used was earlier diverted off its course to help ferries and fishing boats deal with heavy ice in areas between Labrador and Newfoundland. Meanwhile, at the other end of the world, the common housefly is threatening to invade parts of the Antarctic. The Guardian reports that with soaring temperatures, plants and insects normally not present pose a major threat. The flies come on ships and then base themselves on the continent. One researcher said that the flies carry pathogens that could have a devastating effect on indigenous species. And finally, just outside Vancouver, Canada, there is a new roadside attraction. Or should we say roadside distraction? Police in Surrey, British Columbia, say they've received numerous calls from motorists claiming they've seen a crocodile in a marsh just off the highway. Now, saltwater crocodiles, the world's largest living reptile at 20 feet long, can be found in North America, but the furthest north you should find them is in Florida or maybe South Carolina you won't find a croc wandering through wetlands in Canada. If you're lucky enough, though, you may find the northwestern alligator lizard, which can grow to a scary eight inches long. Okay then, so what's lurking off Highway 17? Well, according to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, it's a blown out truck tire. They tweeted that, quote, any croc sighting in Surrey is just a load of garbage, literally. Or so they say. The Mounties are not willing to wade into the marsh to remove it. Hmm, sounds fishy. We looked at it, and you can too at our website at h2oradio.org. You decide if the so-called tire is a reptile, or if the Mounties claim is a croc of bull. This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association. Sustainable water management means more than just conservation. Learn about water efficiency and resilience at awwa.org slash sustainable.